On this episode of Documento, I'm speaking with Johnny from The Art of Charm. Johnny, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm honored and I, I and I'm it's it's always nice to 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 be asked to do something like this. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a big fan of your work. So let's uh, talk about confidence. This is something that you guys are very well versed in considering your work in social dynamics. What are some tips you have for the listeners out there? I think the first thing that people need to realize that it is confidence is never just a switch that you're going to turn on. It is cultivated. And we, and it's cultivated through having an understanding of all the experiences that you've had up until this point and what you have gained from them, the values that you want to exhibit here in the now and then moving forward into whatever goals you have set. And those three components are the, are the fundamental blocks of confidence. And you build upon each one of those. The lessons from your past, the core values that you want to represent, and then of course, using those core values as a compass to take you into what I call is your life worth fighting for. And that life worth fighting for should, should be five years down the road, something that you could easily see and that by contributing, uh, engaging in these values daily, that you're slowly building that. And I say it should be a life worth fighting for. Because it should be the, the vital fuel that you need to wake up with a lot of gusto about taking on the day. And, and that life worth fighting for needs to be constructed in a way that you could see the pieces coming together when you engage in those core values. And that should excite you. If, if you don't have anything to get up for that excites you, that needs to be built, be put together. And this is where I had this term that I call being divinely led. And this is, when I say that, I, I think a lot of people look at the, the religious context first. And I don't, I don't it, it can have that context. And, and, if, and if you are uh, one of those folks, fantastic, great. You, you have something that, divinely leads you that you that that is larger than you however for a lot of the other secular folks they have to put that together and so by putting together this life worth fighting for and these core values it can almost seem as if watching objectively that this person is divinely led and i i like that and i think that's special and i think that everyone should be divinely led the divinely led through their core values to the life worth fighting for. And every day that you engage in those values, you continue to strengthen where you're going and where you've been. And so that confidence continues to be more and more recognized and exhibited through your behaviors and and, and and how you engage with the world every day. 
this confidence that we're cultivating has a vision in the future, as well as these tips that we take every single day aligned with our values. You guys put up a podcast episode on the art of talking to anyone. And yeah. it seems like that's a very practical way to build your social confidence going out and just speaking to really anyone you can. <laughs> can you tell us about that episode? It was really good. Thank you. You know, this is one of the things that we, oh, there we are. Sorry about that. I just had a <laughs> glitch. No um, worries. That episode is one of the, those things that much like Twitter, where I don't think really much of it, people ask about it. They want to hear us riff on it and we do it. And then it's a very popular episode. And of course the episode that I've been plotting and, and scheming and putting together for months uh, doesn't hit as well. Um, but that's a, that was a very simple example of where we are now because of the technology that is around us, how our just general skills of connecting have atrophied and what we can do to strengthen that. Because let's be honest, every important moment in your life is going to come down to a conversation and the better you are with your conversational skills, the better those moments are going to be, which means the better your life is going to be. So why are we not looking for these opportunities every day to keep that up? And so it also applies to people looking for excuses, not having, not having to engage, which means by saying, well, I'm introverted. So that's, I'm good for that. Well, Guess what, Mr. Introvert? You're still gonna have very important moments of your life coming down to a conversation. And if you're not ready for it, chances of it going in your favor are not very high. And so if you wanna use introverted as an excuse to not practice this, that's, that's on you. And the other thing is, for the art of charm and what we're trying to do, a lot of our listeners, happen to be a bit introverted because we're analytical thinkers. As I've gotten older, I think I've become more introverted, um, which is funny. You would think hmm. the opposite from the work that I've done. Um, but regardless, because we like to, to look at things from a very analytical level, a lot of our audience is introverted, but they're also, also self-development guys. So they're very willing to admit that though I'm introverted, I want to get these other things handled or I want to get better at this. And we live in a world where you're rewarded for your extroversion. And so the show and our programs are never about making you, changing you from an introvert to an extrovert, but giving you tools and how to get better with those tools so that in, in an extroverted rewarded world, you're able to come to the table and practice and develop these things. And as an introvert, be rewarded and have the tools to be rewarded in an extroverted rewarded world. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And to build confidence, I think a lot of people, including myself, would need some kind of, not proof, but I mean, some kind of sense of development over time. And the cool thing about doing these kind of things, talking to new people and, and building these social skills is that, you get real-time feedback if you're doing well or not. You know, you can see if you're <laughs> socializing well. And if not, you can kind of reflect on it and improve for next time. That's what makes all of this so interesting. 
Well, I I put out another a tweet a few about a month ago, a few weeks ago, that said that small talk isn't awkward. You just suck at small talk, and of course, I got a lot of heat for that. <laughs> but let's be able to turn small talk into smart talk, and that's that's what I'm looking at. Like, if if small talk is awkward and it sucks, well, then you're just not good at it. Take some responsibility. Get better at it so that it won't. And if it's something that you're working on, well, then that's going to lend itself to you wanting to practice it more. And and we're living in this world now where people are like, you mean you mean just talk to that stranger that I've never talked to over there? Yeah. They're like, why would I do that? <laughs> because 30 years ago, that's how we did it. <laughs> in order for you to build that life worth fighting for, connection is going to be a part of that. Why? put yourself out there to, to do all this work and then only to have all, not be able to capitalize on it because you think that small talk sucks or it's boring or awkward. That's on you. It's very easy to get over too. It just, but, but you have to be willing to have some fun with it. Right. Yeah. Make it fun. And, and small talk seems like almost a necessity because you need to show that you're a socially competent person when you meet a stranger, right? Because if you go into a, a conversation with a random person and start <laughs> revealing your life immediately, <laughs> it's, you know, passing a lot of steps there. I, I think people need to understand that you get it socially before moving forward. What do you think? It shows a lot. It shows your intelligence. It shows your confidence. And it also conveys your willingness to be cooperative and give value. Three things that people are going to want to see if they're going to work with you. To build confidence also, there are things outside of socialization that you mentioned off air, like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, that is unrelated to talking to people, at least, you know, you know, for the most part, but you still build confidence in yourself to do something that's hard and do it every day. I mean, I don't think enough can be said about Brazilian jiu-jitsu or anything that you just, you know, you're just about to get your beat up. Right. <laughs> you know, we, were, was, we were talking about the gym too. It's like, this is going to be an hour of things being difficult. Why would I do that to myself? You would do that to yourself because you know the results on the other side of that are worth it. If you get to the end of your life and I was to say to you, now looking back and thinking about the life that you led, what if I was to tell you that if you were to give up one hour a day of your life to fitness, that, that you can have, that you would be fit and confident? And like who wouldn't want that trade? One hour a day, that's all I had to. So for me, when I look at it, through that lens, it's like, well, that's an easy trade-off. I'm willing to give up an hour of my day to be at my best, to look at my best, to to feel my best. Why why wouldn't I want that? So you might as well get something for it. Like, if you ask yourself from that objective step back, it's an easy it's an easy decision to ask yourself that when your alarm goes off. Well, that's a harder decision. But then again, that's where that life worth fighting for comes in. Because if you, 
if you can build that and you can see yourself there and it's within distance, getting up's easy. You know, I wake up at five o'clock. Um, a lot of people ask me, how are you able to do that? And why do you, and, and my, my girl, she's like, I can't believe what a morning person you are. I'm not a morning person. For instance, I grew up in a, in a factory household. My dad worked in a factory. Getting up meant going into the factory. Like he was perpetually pissed off in the morning. Why growing up would I want to wake up in the morning when, when, I, when that was what I saw? Right, right. However, upon putting together that life worth fighting for for myself, that makes getting up amazing. Like I get another crack at this to get closer to that today. Well, then you start looking at things very ritualistic. I want to have a good coffee. I want to have a good shake. Like you, it's, you make morning this joyful ritualistic experience that, uh, that, that allows you to revel in it. And all this confidence that we're talking about in and out of socialization just creates tremendous opportunity in your life. I mean, that's motivation in and of itself to get out of bed and, and push forward every day. Yeah. And a lot of people tend to think I've read all the books on this. So when I'm in that position, I'll just know what to do. It doesn't work that way. You're going to blow it. This is why you need to practice blowing it until that moment comes so when you're in that moment, you're going to be better prepared for it. There is a reason in, in sports that a lot of people don't want their team to get the bye week when it comes to like football, right? If you get the bye week, you're going to be off for a week and they don't want their players to, to get too relaxed. They want them to be fired up and, 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 there is an idea that if they get the bye week, that they'll lose that fire that they have. This is, this, is, this is stuff you don't turn on. When you talk about cultivating confidence, it's a daily ritualistic activity to build that. And it never, you will never top yourself off. You only get more and more confident. So why not get after it? Right. There's a compounding effect. Yeah. When you start to see it in yourself, it just, that fuels everything else. So Johnny, to close the interview, do you want to give the listeners an idea of any projects you guys are involved in? Yes, we have a, a new network that is just being put together. Uh, you can check that out at theartofcharm.com slash network, the show. Uh, we have a lot of great guests. It's, it's weekly. It's free. We talk about these things. We talk about social skills. If you're in, interested in social dynamics, all you have to do is go to our, our website or to iTunes and the toolbox episodes that we do once a month are that. Um, and then uh, that is from our 14-year skills. People tell me that they have to listen to those episodes two, three times that, and taking notes because they're so dense. Um, I'm glad that they are, and I'm glad that people binge on them because I binge on a lot of people's podcasts when I want to learn something. So um, that's the podcast. And if you want to get more into that, we have the network 
which AJ, myself, and some of our other coaches go live every day. And we answer questions. We talk about what's going on. Uh, we give our input. And it's just a place to have these conversations uh, even, and even farther. So, Johnny, thanks so much for coming on. It's fantastic. Thank you for having me. This has been awesome. As you can tell, I love talking about this stuff. So. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man.